This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Any news today, Tito, at all? (laughs) (laughs) Dang, Rosie. That's your job. This is the Rosie Report. The next round's on Rosie, and we'll read his credit card number here in just a moment. Regular season roundup. Catch it, Rosie! Nicely done, Rosebud. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. And there's a nice way to end a long day at the ballpark, a day that saw the Chicago White Sox clinch the 2021 American League Central Division crown with a 7-2 win over the Tribe in the opener of the day-night doubleheader. And there it was, Oscar Mercado's walk-off home run in the bottom of the seventh inning wins it for the Tribe in the nightcap 5-3. Welcome in. It's another edition of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. Jim Rosenhouse along with you for episode number 91 following that day-night doubleheader split. Coming up shortly on our show, we'll hear from Indian starting pitcher Cal Quantrill. But first, the man of the hour last night who sent everyone home happy from Progressive Field if they were a Tribe fan, Oscar Mercado on his first ever walk-off home run. That was pretty special. Um, I don't think in my entire life I've ever hit a walk-off home run. So that was a first, not just as a pro baseball player, big league baseball player, but also as a, just a baseball player in general. So it was a, it was a sweet feeling and it was a pretty special. Can you take us through just the at bat and kind of your thought process there? Um, well, I, I haven't seen the ball pretty well. Um, I was, you know, I was in kind of an over streak, but I felt like I was laying off good pitches and, swinging at strikes and seeing the ball well, you know, just a little mechanical adjustments, whether I was getting a little long or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, I just told myself to go up there and try to be as direct to the ball as possible. And, uh, you know, it, it worked out. Oscar, after last year and, and how this year started, how nice has it been to get more consistent playing time and, and get yourself a little bit more time to find more of a groove at the plate? Um, it's been nice to be able to go up there and, um, you know, play every day and compete, uh, with the guys I was telling Andre, um, you know, it's, it's such a good group of guys in there and it's probably the most fun I've had in a baseball season. Um, you know, results, results aside and wins and losses aside, um, you know, the clubhouse is, is really fun. You know, you look forward to going in there every day. It's a good group of guys. Everyone gets along. So, um, just a chance to be out there and compete with all my friends is always, uh, It's always nice, and um, I look forward to it every day. And also after game two, DeMarlo Hale weighed in on what it meant to Mercado to come up big in a key spot. You know, when Miles got on, you know, one of the things kind of from a strategy point of view, um, I kind of shot some bullets with the pitch running of um, Zimmer and, and, and Bradley behind there. So... I uh, wanted to um, make sure Jose got a 
a chance to swing. So told Mercado we wasn't bunting, you know, go up there, get a good pitch. And, you know, he, he, he matched the situation in the moment and I, I'm happy for him. You know, it was a big moment for him. What'd you think of the police action? Yeah, you know, I thought he was pretty good. I thought he mixed his um, secondary pitches very well. Um, you know, he got some ground balls, um, you know, had a couple of punch outs, but I, I just thought he mixed the secondary pitches very well. And his changeup was um, down in the zone there. Um, you know, ran into a little trouble there in that sixth inning. Um, Vaughn had a great bat against um, Shaw uh, to put him up. I don't know how many pitches it was, but it, it seemed like it was double digits over 10 for sure. But uh, Plesak was good, you know, um, and we keep grinding. Um, can't say enough about Class A, you know, the situation he was in, uh, put himself in. But, you know, you look up, you know, he made some pitches and, and kind of matched the situation, just pitch, pitch by pitch and got outs. And, you know, we had a tie game there. I think he hadn't given up a hit in his last – he hadn't given up one hit in his last six appearances. What does it say about him that he gives up those three back, back, back to back to back that keeps yeah. his composure? Yeah, I mean, that, that's <clears> – that says a lot about him and his maturity. And, you know, you, you need that mindset being a closer, you know. Um, he was ahead in the count. Uh, you know, Billy Hamilton, you know, put the bat on the ball like he should with his speed. It, it found the hole, but – I thought Class A kind of kept his composure. You know, yeah, he gave up a run, but, um, you know, he held true to, to, to kind of keeping it there, closing it down, and gave us a shot. That's Indians acting manager DeMarlo Hale. Cal Quantrill has had quite the second half of the season for the Indians, becoming one of the top pitchers in the American League, especially since the All-Star break. He notched another win earlier this week against Kansas City. We had a chance to visit with him after that start, and he talked about the progress that he has made this season. Cal, when you look back at, at uh, Tuesday night's effort against Kansas City, it, it seemed like uh, early on there, there were some good defensive plays, and really throughout the game some good defensive plays behind you as well as some good pitching. And uh, we talk so much about how that goes hand in hand. And as a pitcher, when you see that behind you, what does that do for you as the game goes along? I think it's a confidence builder. Uh, I think it gives you freedom to throw pitches in the zone if you know that your guys are going to make plays. So I think over the course of time, over the course of a season, if you have confidence in the people behind you, you make a lot more quality competitive pitches. And it seems like you, you get as big a kick out of that and let your teammates know as much as anybody we see. And, and uh, how fun is, is that part of the game for you to, to really encourage your teammates and have some fun with them after a good play? Yeah, I mean, this sport's hard, and it's punishing. And <laughs> unlike, or I guess maybe just like a lot of sports, there's just so much failure. So I feel like, you know, as hitters have done more and more over the last, you know, three to five years celebrating their victories, I think it's important to celebrate the victories at other parts of the field too, other other aspects of the game. There's people who, you know, pride themselves on their defensive abilities, and I think it's important to to recognize that, especially when it has such a profound effect on your own personal well-being. When you look at the stretch that you're on, and it's been terrific, uh, especially since the All-Star break, uh, the difference now between earlier in the season when, when you were kind of going back and forth a little bit between the bullpen and the rotation, I know you had mentioned uh, taking advantage of, of the five-day routine, and, and what are some of the things that you can do in, in those five days that you can't when you're in the bullpen that can help you? Yeah. 
the the bullpen is a unique challenge. A lot of respect for those guys, as I've done it, um, because just the randomness with which you're used and how you're and, and the difference every single time you're asked to pitch. Right, Wickren starts a game. Yes, or uh, two days ago. You know, he's closed a game. He's pitched in the tenth inning with a guy on second. Right. There's a lot of different um, challenges that come with having s no routine. Really, I think that being on a five-man rotation or in this case we've been on six days for a while allows you to prepare your your body and mind is is similarly every week for you know the the same at least the same starting spot you're going to start with nobody on at 705 710 whatever 610 and you know face the leadoff hitter and you can prepare for that and you can do things to try and increase your chances of getting through it i think that you know the hard part being that you have to get you know, 20 outs or 21 outs or 27 outs. Um, so it's a trade-off, but I do enjoy having a little more routine in my life. Stay tuned. We'll have more with Cal Quantrill after this short break. Welcome back to the Union Home Mortgage Indians warm-up show. Indians starting pitcher Cal Quantrill joining us. And Cal, so much of this game is confidence. And even when you had some, some difficult outings early in the season, it, it just seemed like and maybe you were worried or, or concerned, but it didn't seem like it after those games. You, you seemed like, all right, I'll, I'll figure this out. And, and in a few starts here or at some point down the road, it'll all work out. And where does that come from? And, and does it, from the outward that we see, is, it, is that how it is for you inside, that, that you firmly believe that at some point in time this year you would get it rolling? Yeah, on, honestly, I, I, just, I don't think that you can be successful at this level without a certain amount of, I mean, who knows? Maybe it's just, uh, you know, arrogance or igno ignorance or just, you know, just a firm belief that, that I am good enough to be dominant at this level. And, and none of the results that I've had the day before, you know, affect what I could do the next day. Um, I think that for me anyways, this year, I knew there was going to be change. Um, no team or very few teams have ever made it through with five starting pitchers the entire year. I knew I would have an opportunity at some point. I needed to be ready for that opportunity. And you know, I was I was okay with the fact that, you know, there was going to be some build-up. There was going to be some games that were frustrating. I was going to have to learn how to do some new things. And I was confident that if I could figure out how to do those things, I could put together, you know, a stretch of good starts. So for me, it's, um, you know, whatever. I, I guess ignorance is bliss. Like, fine. You know, I might have had a bad one, but I'm going to get to face these guys again, and I'm going to show that I can I can beat them. And there's still some, some time left in this season, but do you allow yourself to, to look ahead a little bit and, and with the growth that you had and – and some of the things coming back next year to, to think about next year's rotation at all? Um, yeah, I mean, it's crazy not to at least, you know, imagine what could happen next year. But I do think that the, the one of the things I've gotten a lot better at this year is, is really focusing on the present. So, yeah, whatever, on an, an off day or, or if you're just chatting with the guys, it's not your start day and you want to talk about next year, I think that's okay. I think it's, it's good to have eyes on the future. But um, I think when it comes to the, your time to pitch, or at least you know with, when you're working at things that can help you right now, I think it has to be the, the entire focus. So you know, talk about it all you want, and then when it's time to play catch, it's, it's time to play catch for today. Well, the present has been really, really good for a while now. And uh, Cal, thanks a lot for coming by. I appreciate it. All right, no problem. That's Cal Quantrill, Indian starting pitcher and figures to be a real big key to the starting rotation in 2022 as the Indians look to re return to form, especially in that rotation, to become one of the dominant starting rotations in baseball. That's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report. Thanks, as always, to Bart Swain, Corkberry Tripp, Austin Controllis for all of their help from Indians PR. I'm Jim Rosenhouse thanking you for downloading and listening to the Rosie Report. 
This has been the Rosie Report. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.